Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chanel here, and I'm so happy that you joined me for today's podcast, Wednesdays Are For Women. I pray that you are blessed as well as we discuss lawbreakers. Join in. So this is what God spoke to me, y'all, yesterday when I was in prayer. Oh my God, I love prayer. Let me tell you something. As a believer, it is imperative that you seek the face of God in every opportunity that you have. I told you guys this story last week and I'll say it again. Hey, Aaron. She says, good afternoon, Pastor Chanel and ladies. Good afternoon to you as well. But I told you guys this uh, last week and I'll say it again. The woman, Catherine Kuhlman, the Bible, I'm not the Bible, Lord have mercy. History says that this woman, she did not just spend one hour in prayer, but she spent her life in prayer. It was dedicated to prayer. And that's the reason why she experienced the miracles that she experienced in her lifetime, because she was a woman that was dedicated to the presence of God. When you dwell and when you learn how to make his glory or how to make a habitation for God's presence, a habitation for God's glory, everywhere that you go, you're going to affect people. I'm up national stadiums listening to worship music and I'm going in. Why? Because I understand that I don't need or I, it's not required for me to be in the building in order for me to, in order for me to express worship to the father. I don't have to be in a specific location in order for me to encounter the father. I can express myself wherever I am because I carry his presence with me. But if you don't make yourself acquainted with his presence and with his his voice, how will you know when he's in the room? And unfortunately, we live in a day and age where so many people cannot detect when he walks in the room. They cannot detect when he is in the service. And that's the reason why they'll start the service out. And when he shows up, they'll keep it going. And they don't know that healing just walked in the room for somebody. Deliverance just walked in the room. Peace just walked in the room for somebody. And so it is imperative that when it is imperative that you learn how you learn his presence so that when so that uh, you learn his presence, you become familiar with his presence so that when. When he shows up, you'll know that it's him. That's basically what I'm saying. So I said all of that to say that uh, yesterday while I was in prayer, the spirit of God came into my prayer room and he began to talk to me about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Very familiar passage of scripture. As a matter of fact, if you wanted to read it in your spare time, it's found in Daniel chapter three, uh, one of the greatest prophetic books that uh, we that we have in the 66 books of the Bible. And and the Bible talks about how they they refused to bow down to King Nebuchadnezzar's statue. And of course, we know the story. As a result of that, they were thrown in the fire. God began to talk to me so clearly. And he said that so many of you, you were thrown into situations purposely to kill you. 
Whoever it is that threw you in that situation, they did it because they knew that it was going to destroy you. They threw you in that situation because they knew that ultimately it was going to end you. It was going to completely take you out. And here you are, you're still here. You're still dreaming. You still have vision. You still have goals. You're still moving forward. You're still pressing toward the mark of the high calling and God and of Christ Jesus, even though you were thrown into a deadly situation. Can you imagine being thrown in the fire? You're not supposed to make it up out of a fire. That is not something that is not something that is that is not something that that makes any sense. That's something that goes against what science says is supposed to happen. If I am in front of fire right now and I put my hand in the fire, I'm going to get burned, right? There is some part of my body that is going to be affected because I put my body or I put my hand in the fire. Well, that's what the that's what the three Hebrew boys went through. They were thrown. Not only were they thrown in the fire, but they were thrown in a fire that was heated up seven times hotter. And the Bible says that the men that were that threw them in the fire, they were the ones that ended up dying. Come on. That's a word for somebody. For some of you, you have experienced being thrown into situations. And when the person did it, they expected you to die. They expected that situation to completely annihilate you, to completely take you out, to silence you altogether. But instead of you being silenced and Instead of you being taken out, they're the ones that ended up getting taken out. They're the ones that ended up feeling the brunt of the decision that they made concerning your life. Come on, let me talk to somebody real quick and encourage you and let you know that God loves you and that he will fight for you and that he's fighting for you right now. Don't believe the lie of the enemy that will tell you that God is ignoring you, that God doesn't care anything about you that God has forgotten about you. The devil is, he is fighting for you right now. The Bible says that Daniel had been withstood for 21 days. No, the Bible says that Daniel had not eaten for 21 days. He was, he had just got to finish praying for his people. The Bible says that he had an extreme burden that he was carrying for his people. And the Bible says, the Bible says that he, um, that Daniel, uh, one one out of nowhere, this angel showed up to him and the angel told him that from the first day that you prayed, God heard your prayer and he answered your prayer. I was sent back to give you the answer to the prayer that you've been believing God for, but I was withstood by a principality. The prince of Persia withstood me and we've been fighting. And, and when I felt tired, Gabriel, which is another arc, uh, which is another fighting, warring angel came and assisted me in the battle. Let me tell you something. God will fight to see that your promises will come to pass. Let me encourage somebody and let you know that God's word, it will never fall to the ground. It will never return to him void. The Bible says that heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word, it will remain forever. They can take a nuclear bomb, y'all, and they can blow up the earth 
earth, but God's word, it will still remain. The Bible says, and my word will not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it will prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. And so you need to understand just how much God, God is concerned about his word over your life being performed. I know right now you might be in a place where you think that it's never going to happen. I know right now you might be in a place where you feel like, God, is this ever going to come to pass? But I want to encourage somebody today and let you know that his word, it shall surely come to pass. It will not fail. Hallelujah. And so here the three Hebrew boys are, they are being thrown into this furnace purposely with the intention of, of never seeing them walk up out of this furnace again. And the Bible says that the people that threw them in, they're the ones that ended up catching the fire. They're the ones that ended up dying from it. And the Bible says, of course, we know this story all too well. The Bible says that Nebuchadnezzar, he looked in the fire to see what was happening. Come on, some people, the reason why they come on your Facebook uh, profile and they never like anything is because they're trying to see that the trap work. Oh my God, that's a word for somebody. Come on, if you haven't hit that share button, let's get that, let's hit it, let's get this message out there. People have been looking in on you and they've been trying to see did the trap work, did it work, did everything go as planned? And it did not, it did not go as planned because they did not bank on the fact that God was going to meet you in the fire. Have you ever had somebody that's been on your, people that check your Facebook stories every day, but they never leave a comment. They check your Instagram stories every day, but they never leave a comment. They never tell you congratulations. They never say boo. They never say who, they never say what. They don't never say anything because they're watching to see, okay, you know, what, what is, what, what, it, where is she going now? Not everybody is hating on you. That's another, that's a, that's a pandemic that we got to really get delivered from in the church, because I don't know where we've come up with this mindset that everybody is our enemy and everybody always hates me. And I don't get along with nobody. Let me tell you the reason why you probably ain't getting along with everybody, probably because you're nasty probably because you got a bad attitude. And that's probably the reason why nobody wants to be around you. Because when they come around you, you ain't never got nothing good to say about anybody. You're always talking about somebody. That's probably the reason why people don't want to have you around. But there are some of us that are pushing. There are some of us that are doing everything that we are supposed to be doing. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's like, uh, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, there are people that still don't like us. There are people that want to see us fail. Come on. You're going to, you are going to run into people like that in the body of Christ. You're going to run into individuals that do not want to see you win. They want to see you fail. They want to see you go under. This is just how it is going to be. And you cannot, you cannot feel sorry for yourself. You cannot feel sorry for yourself. You cannot, you cannot, uh, you know, uh, always be crying. Come on, dry your tears, uh, uh, dry your tears, pick yourself up 
Build yourself up on your most holy faith because God is doing a great work in your life. And so you have to understand that when you run across individuals that that are hating on you, individuals that don't want to see you make it, you can't let that stop you. You can't become emotional and be crying all the time. They don't like me. Okay. And when did that ever when did that ever stop anybody? It never killed anybody when they found out that they weren't liked. Of course you're not liked. Do you see the greatness that you have on the inside of you? Do you see the power that you walk in? Of course not everybody is going to like you. Of course not everybody is going to want to is going to want to support you. Come on now somebody. And so these Hebrew boys, they were thrown in this furnace purposely to die. I got to stay right there. I'm telling you that for some of you, the situation that you are facing right now, it is not a coincidence. God did not put you in that situation. Somebody else did. And I'm telling you, I feel in my spirit that they've been watching you to see, okay, let me see did that work. Let me see how far did they make it. I see that they've made it a bit further than what I thought that they, okay, I see that that trap didn't work. I see that that setback didn't work. Come on, when you, oh my God, when you begin to start messing with a believer, come on, when God is for you, who can be against you? When you begin to start messing with a believer that has God on her side, she is unstoppable. Nothing can hold her back. Nothing can hinder her. Come on, somebody ought to write in the comment section, nothing can hold me back. Nothing can hinder me. My mama says, team up with like believers. Yes. Pastor Terry says they didn't like Jesus either. Carry on. That's a word. Carry on because they didn't like Jesus either. They didn't like his disciples. Every single one of them were martyred. Come on. What makes you think that you're any different? Stop trying to bake, break your back to get people to like you. Stop trying to stop trying to buy things and buy friendship and, 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 and buy your way into certain circles. Let me tell you something. Your gift will make room for you and bring you before me men. You don't have to try to, you don't have to try to buy your way into certain places, especially if God has not told you to sow that seed. You don't have to start pulling money out of the wazoo just to get folks attention. Stop it. Allow your gift to make room for you. And it promises in the word that, 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 that gift will bring you before mere men. Stop trying to impress people. Well, I just want them to like me. No, you're going to wear yourself out because they ain't going to never like you. And the reason why they don't like you is because they know that what you're doing is something that they were supposed to do. Here these three Hebrew boys are. Let me tell y'all something. They were not the only ones in the kingdom of Babylon that did not feel like bowing down to that statue, but they were the only ones that expressed out of their mouth that they weren't going to do it. But if you think that all of those people that were in Babylon, if you think that they just felt like dropping what they were doing at whatever moment they heard the, that they heard the, that they heard a musical instrument. If you think that they felt like dropping whatever it is that they were doing to 
to pay homage to some statue that doesn't move, to pay homage to some statue that doesn't heal, to pay homage to some statue that doesn't deliver, statue don't pay no bills. Come on, you are sadly mistaken. The reason why these men went and snitched on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is probably because they were jealous of the courage that these boys walked in. They were upset that they didn't have the guts to tell Nebuchadnezzar, you know what, what you are requiring of us is crazy. And the fact that you threaten us and tell us that if we don't bow down to your statue, you're going to throw us in the furnace, you got some nerve. Let me tell you something. One thing they say when you're in a room full of black people and you bust out with some, I'm going to smack everybody up in this room. Every black person is going to look at you like you're crazy. And I'm telling you right now, I am sure that them people in Babylon, when they heard Nebuchadnezzar say, if you don't bow down, you're going to die. I'm sure that they was like, I wish you would try to catch me. You, I, I will, I'll take you out before you take me out. Come on. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were the only three out of the kingdom that was willing to stand up and say how they feel. Come on, tell me how you really feel. Don't sit up here and tell me what you think I want to hear. Let me know how you really feel. And I'm telling you right now that that's the reason why you've been targeted because you don't tell people what they want to hear. You tell them how you really feel. And a lot of people are threatened by that because it shows the leadership. Come on, you just, you, oh my God, you don't just go along with what every, with the crowd. You don't just go along with what everybody does and you just don't do things the way that everybody does it. You know what God has told you to do and you are confident in that. And I'm telling you that you are seen as a threat. And the sooner that you understand that and the sooner that you learn to embrace that, you will be all right. But the more that you try to, the more that, the more that, uh, you know, you keep wondering and feeling sorry for yourself. How come nobody don't like me? I want some friends. I want somebody to hang with. How come don't nobody ever include me? The moment that you understand the anointing that is on your life, the call of God that is on, it will, you, it, you will understand the reason why you don't fit in with that particular crowd. Now, I am in no way saying that you should be all by yourself and that you don't need no friends and you'll be okay alone. No, you need community. As a matter of fact, uh, statistics are showing that uh, the, the mental illness, the mental illness rate has spiked since COVID. And the reason why is because of all the lockdowns, the many days that we were forced to be alone, the many days that we were forced into quarantine, the many days that we were separated from our family. We were separated from our friends and from our loved ones. We were told that we couldn't go out to eat. We were told that we couldn't go into certain places. And so a lot of us, we just up to stay home. And so now statistics are showing that people are being uh, affected in their mental health. They're being affected in their mental health because they were forced to do all of those things. You need community.
It's not that you can't find no friends, but it's that you are looking in the wrong area. You are surrounded by sharks. You are sur surrounded by people that want to kill you, that want to eat you up. And they're convinced, oh my God, I hear this in my spirit. Some of you are surrounded by individuals that are getting information from you and they're stealing it so that they can use it and say that they can with it you need to you need to check your surroundings you're not you it's not that something's wrong with you it's something that's wrong with them come on I'm, I hope I'm helping somebody it's not that something is wrong with you it's that something is wrong with them come on their mindset is too low I heard a preacher say some years ago I'm hanging with the chickens when I should be hanging with the eagles come on you're surrounded by chickens that are dressed up like they're eagles come on they got on Halloween costumes they're dressed up like they're eagles but they're really chickens and they keep telling you that they're going to soar with you and you keep wondering how come they only fly for a little bit come on chickens can fly but they can only fly for a little bit and they can't go that high you need to surround yourself in this season with the right people that will see you doing good and that will support you even if i can't make it to your event i'm encouraging you and i'm telling you god i'm telling you girl good job i'm telling you well done i'm telling you to keep going i'm praying for you i'm asking you look is there anything that you need me to do whatever it is i'm here because i want to see you make it those are the kind of people that you need to be surrounding yourself with in this season not people that are waiting on you to fail not people that are talking about other people to you telling you about everybody else's business come on here because if they're telling you about somebody else's business then guess what they're telling somebody else about yours and here you are giving up all your information well you know me and curtis we having some trouble well you know i'm just having some trouble at the job i don't like my boss i don't like my vp i don't like the president of the you're just giving them all this information thinking that they're going to hold it to their heart well you know i ain't going to tell nobody you can trust me but you just told me all of nicole's business earlier so what makes you think that I'm going to trust you with my with my business? What makes you think that I'm going to trust you with the inner workings of my heart? Come on, some of you need to take a look at your circle and you need to reevaluate. And even if that means that you have to spend a couple of Saturdays in the house alone, then so be it. But once again, you need community. And so this is what you do. You begin to pray for friends, for true friends there are some friends that we have and and here's the thing we don't talk to them every day but when i see you on facebook i'm supporting you i'm commenting on what it is that you're doing here's a big one i'm sending you financial seeds because god told me to i'm supporting you financially i'm not sitting back and hearing you say oh well you know i've hit a financial deficit and i can't really do the thing that god has told me to do i'm 
not sitting back and hearing you say that and then saying to myself, oh, well, I don't know what they're going to do. No, I'm saying, God, how can I help them? How can I, how can I help them reach their goal? These individuals, we don't even talk every day. We don't talk every week. Sometimes we don't talk every month, but when we do connect, it's as if we never disconnected. Those are the type of people that you want to be friends with, the kind of people that are hearing the same thing that you are hearing in the realm of the spirit. And so when you guys get together and you begin to talk, you are feeding off of one another because one person is saying, God spoke this to me. And then the next person is saying, well, God spoke this to me. And you're combining it together and you're saying, overall, this is what God is saying. Get you some people that are loyal to you, even when you don't see them every day. We might not hang out every day. We might not talk every day. Every now and again, we might have a girl's day. Every now and again, we might get together. And when we do, it will be as though we never disconnected. And so back to what I was saying with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and I feel like staying here because some of you are either about to be thrown into a situation and the person is purposely throwing you in that situation so that you can fail, or some of you have already been thrown in it. But here's the thing. God's going to meet you. God's going to meet you in the fire. Oh, God won't let you fail. The person that threw you in, they are expecting you to fail. As a matter of fact, they're expecting you to die. Come on, the devil and the enemy that you were fooling with, the enemy that you thought was your friend, baby, they they just don't want to see you fail, but they want to see you die. But they have no clue that they're getting ready to have a rude awakening because the spirit of God is getting ready to show up right in the coffin. The Spirit of God, the Spirit of Holy Ghost is getting ready to show up right in the graveyard. The Spirit of God is getting ready to show up in the place where you dump my body. The Spirit of God is getting ready to show up in the circumstance where you left me to die. He's getting ready to show up and I'm getting ready to emerge. Come on, somebody just do me a favor and type in the comment section, emerge. Don't you die in the place where God is getting ready to meet you. Don't you give up in the place where the Holy Ghost is getting ready to meet you. Don't you dare quit in the place where the Holy Spirit is getting ready to meet you. Hey guys, I sure hope that you were blessed by today's podcast. Remember, we're right back on here every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and 12 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. We'll talk soon. Bye.